Happy Thursday, everybody. It is me, Nick Hausman. And me, WWE Creative Issues, Robert Karpolis. I'm just horrified at you saying, it's me, Nick Hausman, like you're hiding under the tree. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's uh, me, Hornswoggle Hausman right here, constantly peeking around corners. Uh, we got a great show, man. We got the most loaded uh, run sheet we've had in a long time here. I don't want to waste anybody's time. We're going to talk today all about the uh, Warner Brothers Discovery uh, Paramount Talks. Matt Riddle uh, has officially joined MLW. I literally just got that press release right before we went on the air. Uh, exclusive details on Rey Mysterio's contract that I broke yesterday. We'll talk a little bit more about that. Alexa Bliss teasing her WWE return. Santana clarifying his AEW status. Maybe we'll get to Dynamite and super double maybe Billy Corgan CW at the end of the show. Uh, of course, today's show, Rumored in you, Indo, Noon Eastern, live across all these social media platforms, brought to you by ad-free shows and podcast heat. Now, at, some, at, at 1221 p.m. EST Eastern Time, Mustafa Ali is teasing an announcement on his social media, on his X account. Whatever we're doing at 1221, I'm going to request we, we stop see what's on Ali's page and, and find out what it is, this, this big announcement. We can all react to it together. I'm disappointed. I had 1221 earmarked 4 billion, the CW, so we may have to push that a little bit. But yeah. look, I like that Ali knows that the hottest show in wrestling right now, rumor and innuendo, takes place between 12 and 1230 Eastern Standard Time. That's when he wants to drop this story. Thank you, Mustafa Ali, my, my frenemy from Twitter. Ah, wonderful. Uh, so Ali, big Ali news that we will break here in real time for everybody who's tuned in live. Stick around. Big show here today. All right. Uh, the This story coming out of Axios yesterday. Warner Brothers Discovery and Paramount are in talks. Uh, w, WBD CEO David Zasloff and Paramount Global CEO Bob Backish met on Tuesday in New York City about a possible merger. It was noted that Zasloff has also spoken with Sherry Redstone, who owns Paramount's parent company, about the potential deal. Now, currently, Warner Brothers' market value is estimated around $29 billion. Paramount's is around $10 billion. So it would, not be, it, would, it would not be two equally sized entities merging, but would further consolidate the television industry. The meetings between Zasloff and Backish are said to have lasted hours, took place at Paramount's headquarters in Times Square. They reportedly discussed how the two companies could complement each other, possibly by merging their popular Max and Paramount Plus platforms into one that could rival Netflix and Disney Plus. It was also speculated that WBD could use its international footprint to boost some of Paramount's franchises. Warner could also use some of Paramount's children's programming to help advance their long-term streaming ambitions. There's also the idea that CBS News could combine with CNN to create a global news powerhouse, all quotes. Uh, a source familiar with the talk said the deal could see WWE or WBD purchasing National Amusements, Inc., which is the parent company of Paramount, but that's unclear. Um, regardless, Warner is said to have hired bankers to explore this deal further. That's a lot of information, and it caught me way off guard. Uh, I'll throw to you first, Robert. What do you what do you make of the talks here, and how do you think this could affect the wrestling business, if at all? So, again, this is sort of the weird, my world's interconnecting and colliding. You had the NHL and WWE before, Paramount, parent company of Showtime, where I used to work. And now you have this possibility of Paramount and Warner coming together. The first most important part of this is this is extreme rumor and innuendo. These two parties sat. They had a meeting together. There are a number of regulatory issues that they are going to need to work through before they even get to 
the financial component. We talked about before when it was the the WWE having conversations with Warner Discovery that there are only so many players that exist left in this media landscape. And Paramount, while it is a fairly recognized name, has decreased significantly in value. When Sumner Redstone first acquired these entities in 2000 and then he spun them off in 2005 and brought everybody back together with CBS – it, it decreased significantly in terms of its value at $10 million. Yes, that seems like a lot of money. That's not a huge amount of money for the amount of IP that Paramount owns. The challenge that Paramount has is a lot of the properties that they had that were so lucrative, MTV, VH1, Comedy Central, have decreased the more that people have stopped watching linear cable. I don't know the last time anybody's tuned in and watched MTV. The reason this is impactful for... The wrestling world is when we talked about Tony Khan's options. We said, yes, it sounds like Max has the streaming rights, but if he wants to pick up stakes and he wants to move Dynamite or Rampage or Collision off of the Warner Discovery TBS TNT platform, the other name that I kept throwing out there was Paramount because they have MTV and they have the Paramount Network. If these are all now under the same umbrella, there's nowhere really for Tony to go or threaten to leave, which weakens his position significantly when it comes to these upcoming negotiations and bolsters your position, Nick, that they may wind up on discovery. Yeah, it, it does. Now, here's the thing is I was talking around asking people about this yesterday and trying to just understand the, the scope of it. Now, I saw Meltzer say this morning that it's likely, regardless of this merger talk or not, that Warner's going to have to make the call on AEW before this thing becomes one entity. It's going to be a yes or no on AEW, regardless of this merger situation. I was told to not get too distracted by these merger talks. The thing to keep your eye on continues to be the NBA TV rights. Um, the NBA TV rights, it's a huge amount of money. I've been told that you know Warner is, while very flush with valuable IP at the moment, may not have a ton of cash on hand, right? This deal with, just, this deal with Paramount you know, just as it's being described here in Axios, we'd see a lot of kind of entities that overlap merge become one. And anything that's just kind of uh, in the periphery that, that they can't really find a value for in the model they're putting together, they can sell that off to put cash in their coffers. So that's how this becomes uh, a cash in hand type situation for them if this goes through for Warner. But regardless of that, again, NBA, hundreds of millions, I don't know, billions of dollars for these TV rights. If the Warner does secure the NBA, TV rights, it's going to have, they're going to have so little money on hand to spend on wrestling. It will hurt both WWE and AEW. And that's, that's where I was told to keep my eye less on these merger talks, more on the NBA TV rights negotiations right now. It'll be interesting to see where this winds up. I think wrestling has proven that it is one of the few live programs that exists that people need to tune in for. It consistently mm -hmm. draws ratings. There is so little programming that exists on cable right now that is appointment tv that you have to watch live if you don't tune in and watch dynamite live or tune in and watch raw live you're not part of the conversation so it draws a higher rating than even something like a yellowstone which does draw big numbers but it is very much an outlier so wrestling absolutely has value to a cable network it is something that continues to keep people subscribers has them tuning in live watching those commercials You've seen that Cricket Wireless ad with Drew McIntyre and The Miz billions of times at this point. It's burned into your brain. So there is absolutely value there. Warner will spend money to get the NBA. 
they could find a way to keep AEW, position it somewhere else, and bolster one of their other networks. Yes, that's that's it is. It's very much follow the ball uh, in the cup game here. Michael Burgett jumping in in our comment section over on YouTube saying there's rumor and innuendo that NBC Universal is possibly jumping into the NBA rights. So that's something to consider, too. Yeah, it is. It's not a slam dunk. No pun intended. <laughs> I, I didn't even mean it. Uh, it's not a slam dunk that Warner's going to get these NBA rights. And if they don't get the NBA rights, well, all of a sudden an entity like AEW becomes a lot more valuable, as does WWE Raw, for that matter. So I can... You know, this is all starting to to explain why it's been so slippery to get solid details on these talks because it definitely feels like at the moment Warner's priority is just not pro wrestling, right? And that's why it's really I mean there's exploratory talks, there's conversations, there's little tidbits here and there, but it does that's why it doesn't sound like we're getting any concrete kind of announcement or re-upping over at AEW land as it sounds like these NBA rights are just sucking up all the oxygen in the room right now when it comes to money that Warner can spend. So I don't I don't care what the amount of cost to get the NBA. I want NBC to get it just to bring back the NBA on NBC music. That is one of the all time classic hey. themes. I'm willing to sacrifice uh, AEW if it means we get the NBA on NBC theme. back. <laughs> well, I, I don't. And I will. Uh, two points real quick. First of all, I, when I was looking into doing some research on this story about a week ago, Warner re-upped Charles Barkley and the rest of the inside the NBA host deals. So yeah. they they I don't know if that's like, again, you know, uh, Fox got out of the SmackDown business. No more SmackDown podcast, no more WWE podcast from the Fox studios. Uh, it is a little telling to me that the Warner is staying committed to the inside the NBA with these big NBA names. That's obviously something I took as a signal that they plan to continue to be in the NBA business. I could be wrong. Um, the other oh, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, they're going to do what they can to stay in there and obviously hiring those guys is positioning themselves to have that going forward. They've shown with some of those personalities, they can put them on other sports. Charles Barkley has his own talk show now with Gail King. So yes. they're trying to expand them. Shaq is a guy that you can plug in anywhere. I think he has a reality show as well with them. He so does. there's versatility there. So it makes sense for them to lock these guys up and say, hey, we're serious as part of uh, this NBA talk. Uh, and just while we're talking all about Warner and the Discovery talk and everything, uh, Discovery does have this new show January 9th coming out called Big Little Brawlers. Uh, they have not paid me to promote this, but they did give me the screener of the first episode. For those that don't know what this show's about, it's about the Micro Wrestling Federation. It's in Tennessee. It's in the same city as Dollywood, and it's about all these uh, little people running a wrestling company. Cody Hawk is their trainer. Same guy who trained John Moxley is getting all of these people up to snuff. And I really liked it. And I hope you all check it out. I thought it was just very well done. And it is exactly what I thought it would be, Robert. It is the kind of content I can see going on right after an episode of Dynamite. little cross promotion. Some of the NWF wrestlers showing up in an AEW match. It just it just feels so natural, especially seeing how, how good I thought the show was. I don't want to see the MWF guys towering over the Young Bucks. So I don't know what Whoa! they necessarily... Oh, I'm joking. The Young Whoa! Bucks are training. Um I think well, they we looked great the, on Dynamite last night. Wouldn't that be funny if they were the AEW Devils, right? I'm just saying. It'd be, it'd be, the, it'd be a better payoff than where we're going with this. But no, <laughs> we're not talking about that. We're not. We not love yet, AEW. Not yet. We love everyone. We will get no. to Dynamite here if we have time at the end. Um, Matt Riddle has officially joined MLW. I got the press release about uh, 10 minutes before we went live. I had just enough time to get it up uh, over on HouseOfWrestling.com. Um, this started to leak out this morning. There was like an ad 
from this past weekend that was given out at a Battleground Championship Wrestling Show at 2300. Advertising Riddle versus Fatu, first-time match. Uh, they confirmed it today. Of course, today is also the day that the 90-day compete clause uh, expires for all the talent that was released in September. We are eight minutes away from finding out whatever Mustafa Ali's uh, X announcement is going to be. But Matt Riddle, um, first big name to land in uh, notable promotion, and it's MLW. What's what's your reaction? That's that's the story you just told. That's Great. it. That's the whole thing. And I think I you know look, it's it's an interesting time for MLW. They've got Riddle. Callahan, Holiday, some people that people know, and we don't know how much money they got from this settlement. I would be remiss if I did not, you know, point out yeah. that they just successfully settled with WWE for an undisclosed amount of money. All hypothetical conversations about what they've got, but they're going to put that money to use, it would seem. And and here we go, right? Here we Riddle go. Was there. Riddle was there before. I worked with Riddle when he was in MLW. He was part of the title tournament to be the first uh, MLW World Heavyweight Champion. Had a lot of great matches with him. My my frustration at that time was he was also under contract to evolve with an, mm. under Gabe Sapolsky. And we had taped the, the, the match. It was Riddle versus Strickland for the title. And Gabe stepped in and said, you can't air this on your weekly TV. I have a contract with him for Evolve. So it went up going up on YouTube. So, you know, fun little tidbit from like six years ago. But that was uh, that was interesting. And, and at, that came up in discussions of, should Riddle be MLW champion at the time? And it was like, well, if we don't have him free and clear and someone else can step in, maybe we go someplace else. And Shane Strickland was the guy I was backing from day one because I thought this dude is a major, major star. <laughs> Glad it worked out that way. Um, I think Riddle and Fatu is going to be a hell of a match. Jacob Fatu, if you haven't seen him, this guy is one of the great under-the-radar wrestlers that exist right now. Yeah. Uh, he is wildly talented. He's someone who, if he ever were to wind up in WWE as part of the bloodline, I think would turn a lot of heads. And him and Riddle, it's going to put a big spotlight on Fatu. So for him, I'm super happy. Riddle, again, is another opportunity for him to show I'm not the guy that got portrayed the way that I did in the media. I'm someone that you can trust, that you can put out there, and I'm going to entertain the fans. Yeah, I don't want to draw CM Punk comparisons, but a little bit of the same vibe going on right now. A little image rehab going on. Uh, just real quick on that MLW story about Gabe. That was Riddle's last match with MLW at the time, was it not? I believe so. Because I had to go do a half ounce worth of research about Matt Riddle's career this morning, and especially the MLW stuff. I also believe that match was the conclusion of a tournament to crown the new champion. Am I Am I correct in that? Yeah, thank you for opening up old scars. No, Appreciate I'm just, it. I'm just, I'm just yeah, saying. No, that... we, it was released on YouTube because it <laughs> okay. wasn't allowed to be part of our weekly television. Okay. And I'm, just... I'm not gonna say that I was the guy as the lawyer slash one of the creative guys going, "Hey guys, maybe, maybe this is gonna come back and bite us in the ass." And okay. much like Kenny Omega in a CM Punk locker room, someone got bit on the ass. Okay, got it, got it, got it. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump off, I'll jump off. All right. Uh, I had an exclusive report over on House of Wrestling yesterday um, about Rey Mysterio. Now, uh, Meltzer broke that Rey had resigned, but didn't give any details. Uh, I wanted to give everybody a little bit more context to what's going on with Rey. Uh, I confirmed he signed a three-year deal, is what I've been told, with WWE, which is a little shorter than other deals. A lot of people signed well, five-year deals. a little deals. shorter than other superstars, so it balances hey, out. Hey, come on hey, now. Joey. 
Come it's on, a very now. height negative episode. I was I about to say, check out. By Big the way, brawlers. speaking of speaking of uh, shorter wrestlers who are remarkably talented, a few minutes away from that Mustafa Ali announcement. Hey, Ali's uh, uh, he's, he's decently sized. Anyway, uh, Mysterio could be around for at least three more years. Uh, PW Insider say Dominic believed to have signed for five years, uh, but I think more importantly is just that I was told Ray is going to keep wrestling despite all the injuries he's accrued. Uh, he's going to keep going, and uh, when he comes back on the other side of his injury, which should be very soon, I'm guessing pre-Rumble, uh, he'll pick up where he left off with Santos Escobar and continue. To, I, man, I was, the other day, again, doing my research, writing about Rey Mysterio, just looking at the amount of people he helped get over this year. Everybody in the NWL, LWO, yep. Dominic Mysterio, Dragon Lee. I mean, it is it is a sizable amount of people that Rey Mysterio help to elevate in 2023 he brings a lot of value to this brand right now we talked about it when we first said the the story about the the signing that ray continues to have value for all of those wrestlers and the fact of the matter is whoever he winds up going in the ring with he makes them look better which is astonishing when you consider both his age and the physical condition of his body that he elevates his game and he elevates everybody else's game and there's a lot of room for people for him to work with when he comes back over the next three years. You look yeah. at some of those guys in NXT, when when Carmelo Hayes is part of the main roster, him and Ray, it's going to be a hell of a lot of fun. Ray and Punk always had great chemistry together, so I think those guys getting to do a little something. Definitely on my, on my wish list for 2024, 2025, 2026. That's my math right there. Well, somebody teasing that they could be back in the WWE fold soon is Alexa Bliss. Took to Instagram, posted a photo of herself walking to the Royal Rumble ring from a couple years ago. Got everybody talking. Now, she only gave birth to her daughter, Hendrix, like four weeks ago. <laughs> okay. Uh, how is it unreasonable to think that uh, two and a half, three months after giving birth that she's going to be back in there hitting topes? In no way, shape, or form am I going to tell a woman that just gave birth what she should or should not be doing. Uh, Becky was back not too long after she gave birth. Pretty I don't quickly. see any reason if Alexa is fully committed to it and she wants to go and do it, especially a Rumble appearance, which is a little less taxing than going out there and just having a full-on match. I think if Alexa was there as a, for an appearance, you get a little bit of goodwill, a little bit of excitement, and then you build a little bit of time for her to have her full-on in-ring return not a bad surprise now uh before we get to ali here one quick story that i'm sure ali's thrilled we're leading into his big reveal with hulk hogan and his wife sky daily were baptized yesterday uh it looks like it was in florida um obviously uh hulk is dealing with a lot recently his son nick hogan arrested for the second time on a dui after partying with his father at his bar um, now Hulk, a couple weeks later here, seeking uh, rehabilitation in the arms of the Lord. Um, All right. I don't I don't ask a lot for, for Christmas, mainly because I'm Jewish. But, Nick, my Christmas present that I am asking for for you oh God. is for New Year's Evil, when you were on the Shawn Michaels press conference, if you can ask him his thoughts on Hulk Hogan being baptized, I will be forever grateful. Oh, man. Would that be good? That I'm that sure would, everybody would be. Would... That would be the headline right there. That'd be good, right? Maybe they'll bring him in, right? Do another uh, good versus evil storyline. Get Vince McMahon in a church, you know, to saying the most evil things possible. You know, oh, man, that was my favorite angle, by the way. I love Vince versus God. One of my all time favorite storylines, Robert. All time. Well, so you're the one. I'm glad I we it was, found you. I, I thought it was, it was great. Is. 
It, All right. That's, that's is the beauty of Vince. It's 1221. What's going on in Ali world? I was also just, I was, I was filling 15 seconds there. Uh, he has not, let's see here. Nothing yet. Nothing yet on the old Ali feed. So I will just keep it running here uh, on the, on the site. Oh, wait. Oh, 21 seconds ago. Announcing the Mustafa Ali 2024 World Tour campaign. Oh, he's got a video. Should we show the video? I think I can show that legally. I don't. I don't know how to do any of the, You're you're talking technology stuff here. Let's as we've it. seen, as we've seen from Dynamite, technology's tough. Let's watch it. Let's all watch it together. He put out a video. All right. Okay. One second. Um. All right. Here we go. Let me take the. Uh, <laughs> how do I take oh, this man. overlay off? This is really fun. <laughs> I could do this. I could do this. I'm I'm trained. I'm a trained professional. Uh, and then there's okay, the now we've got the extreme background of Matt Hardy. For those of you on audio, have no idea that just the, the if you thought the dynamite technical <laughs> fuck ups last night were bad, screw ups. Then mean Trump. Shut uh, here we are. Leave do me it. alone. Stay leave me alone. Here, look. I got it. I fixed it. All right. Everyone, just leave me alone. Everyone, just chill out. All right. I'm gonna play the video now. Here we go. This will great. This will be great in podcast form, I'm sure. Right, here we go. begging you all right there all right we go. it's we're over. done um if someone doesn't hire ali tomorrow in their production department i don't know what the hell they're doing man that, that was incredible it's self-promotion uh i'm going to put a comment up right here from cadillac carson that says wwe missed out you are spot on this is a guy who has ideas has visions he understands his position, he understands how he should be marketed, the the imagery that they used in this video. This was a top-tier main event kind of announcement. It It's eerily similar to, if you remember, 
when Dean Ambrose's contract came up and it was first John Moxley, the video package he put out, how well it looked and the creativity. The fact that this was kicking around in Ali's brain and then he's calling out the, the leaders of the world and was showing Osprey and Shane Strickland and he was showing the Motor City machine guns. He's trying to go everywhere and make a ton of money. And I think he's going to uh, he's going to be the next Matt Cardona. He's a guy who knows how to market himself. And every company out there better be emailing him right now. Well, nobody throw any pizza cutters at Mustafa Ali. That's really not the vibe I think that Ali is going for. Uh, yeah, Ali point that was spot on. The comparison to the John Moxley John Moxley prison break video is, is uh, very very apt. Uh, there's a whole genre now of these 90 day non compete uh, expiring videos or 30 day non compete. Like I, I, you seriously, I think there's like 10 of them at this point. Moxley started like a thing when he put his out. Um, very Can't wait excited. for Shankies. Right. Uh, I mean, hell yeah. Right. That kicked ass. And if you're a podcast form, you heard the music, you heard the dialogue. Definitely go watch it in video form. Uh, I this is also I believe I don't know if the, he used the same footage or recreated it, but this is very similar to the vignette he wanted to air in WWE that they did not allow him to air. He kind of teased it and NXT towards the end with something like this, but certainly not this heavy handed, but he, I know he's been wanting to do this particular presentation for years at this point. It's a, it's a great look. It was a very professional thing as someone who's worked in video production. This was not a fly by night shoot. This is something he put a lot of time and effort in the, the guy believes in his vision. And I feel like whatever company snaps him up is going to get it. Someone who's really hungry to prove that he is a complete package wrestler. I saw somebody here uh, in the comment section. Uh, let me see if I can find it here. Uh, but, 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 uh, oh, man, I don't know where it is. Oh, here so we go. So many comments, by nine, the way. Nine, Matt Buswell. I had to go back a little bit. Matt said 90-day 90 90, 90 non-competition runs out today, Saturday's collision. You know TK will have new joys. So, yeah, these guys are available. we got a live show on Saturday night that AEW is poised to do. What do you think? Do you think we see uh, a Nick Nimeth? Or uh, an Elias or somebody pop up here Saturday night on Collision, or do you think they hold off? Why not? Why not do something for for Collision? I think they you need all the buzz you can get for Collision. The promotion on Dynamite for Collision for the finals of the uh, blue bracket, gold bracket, one of the brackets. Uh, <laughs> blue bracket very, was, on Collision. Blue bracket. It was very strong. The the promotion there um, was uh, was great. You know, they made you care about the the finals for these matches. And if you already are going to get eyeballs on there for people going, I want to see Danielson versus Claudio, I think they're going to be even more excited to see who's going to pop up, who's going to be a, a random surprise that's going to show up there. Intrigue is always good in wrestling. People like new, people like different. Yes, uh, I'm not. We will not have time for Billy and the uh, NWA. Sorry, here to wrap up the show, but I will do a quick. Uh, I'm going to do a spread shot of a bunch of AEW news and whatever grabs you most from this little uh, screed. We could talk about here to close the show. Uh, Santana of Proud and Powerful, he took to X to clarify he is still with AEW, despite not wrestling on TV since October and publicly seeking outside bookings. There you go. Uh, the Hindustan Times spoke with Satnam Singh, who said AEW plans on making inroads into India. And lastly, on Dynamite last night, Jericho gave an update, but not really an update that about Omega and he didn't pick a new tag partner. Didn't give us an update on what's going on with the tag match at world's end. Uh, the devil 
once again appeared, challenged MJF and Samoa Joe to an ROH tag title match next week. And finally, Jim Ross, uh, despite his battle with cancer, is back in the booth, called the main event between John Moxley and Swerve Strickland. So a uh, couple big AEW talking points to wrap up. Which What of that grabbed you the most, Robert? Great to see Jim Ross back. Uh, obviously, ad-free shows, uh, compatriot here. The furtherance of the devil story, I, it's weird that the, the devil minions have now tripled and That's quadrupled. It's yeah. becoming it's it's becoming a lot. And I'm again, I'm re-echoing my statement. I really hope there's a fantastic payoff because this thing is getting a, a little goofy. It's getting a little you're you're getting a little above your skis here with that with that story. It makes sense for AEW going to India to increase their global brand. WWE has done big numbers there. TNA did big numbers there. Why not continue to expand your your global footprint? When they went over to England, they sold a lot of tickets. Hopefully, that'll be uh, that'll be huge for them. And Santana, the big news story there was him reminding Tony that he still works there. <laughs> hey, man, I'm available. Uh, I'm going to be wrestling Mustafa Ali at some point in uh, you know Rahway, New Jersey, or something. But you can put me on television. Oh, yeah. No kidding. I'm starting to believe that Max is going to lose this title at World's End, either by Samoa Joe or somebody else. And then he's going to be taken off TV and he's going to try to sell that he's in negotiations with WWE. That's where I'm, that's my, my head's at right now. I would not mind seeing him uh, in Tampa for the Royal Rumble since there's a possibility, a little rumor and innuendo, that Nick Howes and Robert Carpus may be floating around the Tampa area we want to do that as a one last little tease Ooh, before we get out of here today. Yes, we're going to be starting off 2024 hot. We got a big announcement about the Tampa area here very, very soon. Uh, but of course, tomorrow is our holiday show. So come on back, noon Eastern on X, on YouTube, all these platforms. Uh, tune in live, join the comments section. We'll be joined by Wrestlers Matt Jones. That's right, the Netflix series Wrestlers. I hate how awkward it is to say the name of that show wrestlers matt jones is gonna be you and vince both hate that word it's just if it was the wrestlers if i was like the wrestlers matt jones that just flows off the tongue better than wrestlers matt jones i've smoked way too much weed in my life okay uh then uh, of course if you like the show and you enjoy watching us live in video form or if you can't watch us live in video form head over to your favorite podcast platform uh leave us a nice comment leave us a nice review uh, a rating, all of that stuff helps uh, elevate us in the charts, find new listeners and new people to enjoy the show and, and keep growing this thing. So if you could do that, we'd really appreciate it. I'm at Nick underscore Hausman and also hit up houseofwrestling.com. I'm, uh, according to the stats, I saw we are the number six wrestling podcast in Canada. So thank you to all of our Canadian listeners. Uh, also the number one wrestling podcast in Hungary. So really? dude, the amount of weird analytics from these websites, we are, yes, we are killing it in Hungary. Uh, so thank you to our Hungarian fans. And uh, uh. on behalf of the Hungarian hero, Nick Hausman, I'm Robert Karpolis. Best of luck in your future endeavors.